It's time to place your bets. Let's talk to the pros. Welcome, everybody, to Betting Pros. It's me, Joey P. Joe Pizapia, and we've got a great show for you today. It is me, it is Dan Harris, and it's you, and we're talking Major League Baseball. Dan Harris and I are going to take you through the winners for the divisions, the odds that we like. We're going to talk about World Series and playoffs as well, and we're going to talk about some of the big awards. We're talking MVP, Rookie of the Year, Cy Young, all the biggies. So Dan Harris... It's a little betting pros action for you today. Are you excited to talk a little baseball here and change things up? Because I know it's March and everyone wants to talk about is basketball, but I don't. I want to talk some baseball today. I have been enjoying March Madness. I will admit even more than I usually do. But now, now I am ready. We are recording this on Tuesday. The season starts on Thursday. I am ready to go. I have very strong feelings on a lot of this stuff. So let's do it. I like when Dan has strong feelings. That's true. That's what I like. I don't like weak feelings. You take those weak feelings and get out of my show. Get out. Get out with the weak feelings. Only the strong survive here. And of course, if you want to get some of these odds here, the great thing about betting pros is it takes all the different odds from all these different places. You get the betting pros consensus lines too. And then you can look for lines that you want to exploit basically, whether it be on FanDuel or DK or Foxbet or, or MGM, all these kind of different sites. They've got them all here in one condensed bottom betting pros, and that's why you hang out with us here on the show. So let's start with the American League East. The Yankees are a consensus minus 200. That's no fun. Then the Rays plus 350. The Blue Jays are the same at plus 350. Red Sox at 20 to 1, and the Orioles, forget it, 500 million to whatever. <laughs> they don't have a so, number high enough for the Orioles. It's actually, it's actually broken the site. That's <laughs> it. No, it's, 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 it's plus 5,200 just in case you wanted to see it. Um, But, you know... Let's let's talk about the Yankees, Dan, because you always pay a tax on the Yankees because they're the Yankees. And, you know, to wager 200 just to win 100 to me, I'm never a big fan of that. And plus, the Yankees have some question marks in that rotation. I mean, you know, you got Tyon's innings question. You got Kluber's health. Uh, you got whether or not Herman can, you know, do it for a whole season. And, and yep. I don't know, man. This just does not feel like a smart wager to me. Now, that being said, that kind of opens the door for maybe the Rays or maybe the Blue Jays. So do you have any feelings about either of these two who are both basically at three and a half to one? All right. So I know I said I had strong feelings about something. This is not a division of strong feelings to be as fair as possible. I will have it later. I agree with you. The Yankees at minus 200. Definitely not worth it. Do I think they're the favorite to win the division? I do, but it's not something that I feel comfortable enough with those odds. I don't mind either the Rays or the Blue Jays at plus 350. Now, the Blue Jays are already dealing with a bunch of injuries. They're going to lose Springer a little bit at the start of the season. They have already lost Kirby Yates. Robbie Ray is going to miss his first couple of starts after he fell and hurt his elbow on the stairs. So I think if I were going to go somewhere, and maybe I'm just overrating the fact that the Rays always manage to figure out how to maximize their potential, but I do like the Rays. And again, you mentioned it, Joe. The consensus line is 350. You look at the different books, which we have on bettingpros.com. At BetMGM, they're plus 450. And at PointsBet, they're plus 600. If you can get that at PointsBet at plus 600, I really like that. At plus 350, I still think it's worth a sprinkle on them to win the division. We'll talk about it. I like the Rays in some different features a little bit later. But if I'm looking at this division, not one of the more enticing divisions, I think I probably would favor the Rays at plus 350. And again, if you can get it at one of these higher numbers, I would. 
I'm going to go with the Blue Jays here. Um, I think they've got enough goods down there in the farm system to keep making some more moves. And I think they're yep. going to acquire some more pitching at some point in this uh, season. So to me, I think there's a young team that doesn't know any better, doesn't know they're not supposed to compete with the Yankees. And I think that makes them very dangerous. I'm off the Rays this year. You lose Morton, you lose Snell. That's a lot to lose, in my opinion. So I just, I can't get there. They were built for 60 game season last year. The they Rays were. were made for that. 162 is a different animal. I'm going to go with the Blue Jays here as the best wager, and that's where I would lean. Now, on the central side, the White Sox consensus, minus 120. Then you have the Twins at plus 125. Cleveland at 7-1 to one at plus 700. The Royals at plus 4,000. And the Tigers at plus 6. Now, for me, Cleveland is the really intriguing one because, yeah. yes, they did lose Lindor, but you're getting basically 7-1 to one in some places, even 750 or 8 on points bet. But they've got Shane Bieber, who is, in my opinion, the, the best pitcher in that division, one of the best pitchers in baseball. And on top of that, you got a great manager who's been there and done that in Terry Francona. They did bring in some more offense there to replace what they lost with Lindor. Is there replacing Lindor? No, but Jimenez is going to be a nice player, I think. And on top of that, Eddie Rosario was a good bat. So to me, I think Cleveland's got enough pitching to really make this interesting. I, at the end of the day, I think the White Sox are markedly better the Twins, I am completely lukewarm on. To me, there's too many problems there. But the interesting wager here is maybe you bet the White Sox and then take a little bit, and as you like to say, sprinkle, and sprinkle a little bit on Cleveland at those higher odds because I think there's an outside chance they could surprise people. Cleveland is my favorite bet, actually, at plus 700 to win the division. I don't. We've talked about the White Sox before, Joe. We did a, an episode a couple of weeks ago about sort of the uh, win totals, and you know it was 91 and a half, I think, at the time. Obviously, the White Sox have since lost Eloy Jimenez, which is a big loss. It's not it's not a critical sure. loss to them necessarily, but it's a big loss. And again, that's going to open up more playing time for Andrew Vaughn, who you know I like very much. I just don't think that either the White Sox or the Twins is significantly better than the other one. So I don't have a great feel for one of those teams. But what I do know is that Cleveland is always able to outperform what it should be able to do. And maybe that's part right. of that is Francona, or maybe it's just, you know, the front office knowing what it's to do. It's pitching, but too. I mean, they've always got good starting pitching every year. They are able to take these command guys and just say, mm -hmm. what, if you have the command, we can mold you into a successful major league pitcher. They do it every year. They did it with Plesak, who, again, you know I'm not a huge Plesak guy. but No, still, I'm well aware. A, but we like Savale pretty much, you know, yeah. in that rotation. Of course, Bieber is, if not the best pitcher in the American League, then the second best behind Garrett Cole. But again, their bullpen's pretty good. Karen Jack has some control issues, but he can strike out everybody. Nick Whitgren is sort of a, a quiet cog there. And mm -hmm. the addition of Eddie Rosario was really key because, again, he's just kind of this forgotten guy. When he yep. plays all around solid baseball, he really lengthens that lineup. He gives them another hitter behind Jose Ramirez. And again, you are going to have Andres Jimenez, who I think is going to add that nice extra speed dimension. Plus, Cesar Hernandez, decent guy at the top of the order. They're a team that I don't expect to win the division, but at plus 700, those are the odds I like best. That's a pretty good middle up, uh, up the middle defense too, with Hernandez and, and Jimenez as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, I don't know what they're going to do with Rosario. It doesn't look like not much, but yeah. uh, at this point, I think Jimenez is clearly the guy that they were targeting in that deal when they moved Lindor. Went on to the West here. The Astros are the favorite at plus 125. The A's plus 145. Again, this is the consensus at betting pros. Uh, and then the Angels at plus 375 with the Mariners bringing up the rear plus 26. And the Rangers at your nice old 60 to 1. So we'll forget about the bottom feeders here. 
it's really whether or not you want to make a case for the Angels. Right. Because the A's are tricky. The A's are always a tricky wager because you're not getting huge odds on them because they're always kind of hovering around that. Uh, the Astros are the favorites for a reason. I think they should be. Um, they still have McCullers and Granky at the top of that rotation. They still got a ton of talent in that offense. It's whether or not you want to make a case for the, you know, somewhere around three and a half or even to four to one Angels odds. So for them to win this division, a lot of things would have to break right. I'm still the stay away. If anything, I would still go with the Astros because I just think, you know, the Astros are that team that just doesn't want to go away. And I know a lot of people want them to, but I still think they're very good. And I think Dusty Baker's going to have them right back in the playoffs. And I do think they're going to win this division. So I'm going chalk here with the Astros. What do you think about the Angels and the Astros or even the A's in this one? Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm on the Astros. I know they're the favorite at plus 125, as you mentioned. And again, that you can't get much better than that. Maybe plus 130 out there at BetMGM, but that's pretty much where you're at. But I still think there's value there. The A's, look, they always outperform what they're supposed to do, but they're just not going to be as good as they have been in previous years. They would need a lot of things to go right. I think losing Hendricks at the back end of that bullpen, I know Trevor Rosenthal is there, but I do, they're not the same caliber pitcher. And I just think there's going to be some fall off for them. The Angels, we again, we talked about this at the win totals i look at the big you know the angels basically haven't gone above 500 in like six seasons at this point and yes could shohei otani completely transform them it's possible we'd love to see it he obviously <laughs> had the blister yesterday but i i don't think so man it's not even worth a sprinkle to me at close to four to one to me this is the astros division they're gonna be fine and again we'll, we'll talk about this a little later because i like some other futures with the astros but they have the ability to trade and do whatever they want because they've got a good farm system and they will go for it here. So I do like the Astros, even as the favorite at plus 125. All right. So <clears throat> let's do our winner in the American League then because the Yankees are the favorites at plus 230, the White Sox at 380, the Twins at plus 750. And then after that, you got the Rays at 850, the Blue Jays at plus 875, plus 900 for the A's, and then 10 to 1 for the Astros, which is funny because. I think people are kind of discounting the Astros a little bit. Yep. I mean, the Astros at 10 to one is fascinating because yep. they could absolutely get back in this thing and be super annoying and piss off major league baseball and say, Hey, look at us, everybody. And they were in the playoffs last year and they caused problems. So yep. I'm just throwing that out there. But in terms of short series, I really like the white Sox. plus three eighty. That's, that's where I'm going to go. That's my lean. And I feel strongly about it because they added Lance Lynn along with Giolito and Keiko. Those are three pitchers I believe in. You could add in a guy uh, like Michael Kopech. If you do indeed get Aloy back healthy, what a boost that is in September potentially. And again, that's a big if. But still, this is a great team and it tells you how good they are because they lost Aloy and they're still the favorite in this division by a yep. fair amount. So look, I think the White Sox are the fascinating bet because I think in a short series, this team is in. Again, it's young. It's hungry. They've got the closer now, too, that shutdown guy in Hendricks. So I like the White Sox here. The Yankees are the chalk. I don't think the chalk is bad here. But to me, I think the nice in between is that plus 380 about consensus you're getting with the White Sox. Who do you like to represent the American League in the World Series? My favorite bet, and it's clear favorite bet for me in this one, is the Astros at plus 1,000. Again, I think <laughs> there are a couple of things. Number one, I think you want to avoid a team that might be a wild card, right? Because you're, you're sure you can get bounced. <clears throat> it's a great quickly, point, which is, is one point. of the reasons, by the way, why I worry a little bit about the White Sox, because I don't know that they're going to win that division. I feel pretty confident, and maybe I shouldn't, but I feel pretty confident that the Astros are going to win their division. And if they do, they've got two things really working for them. Number one, I guarantee you, if they're there, they're going to add a significant piece. And again, Framber Valdez, who was originally out for the entire season, He's not going to be out for the season now anymore. I mean, he may miss a significant chunk, but coming back late in the season, that's going to be a significant ad, as who also might be 
is Verlander. It's possible that he's going to come back in the playoffs at this point, even if he's just a bullpen piece, even if he's a closer, perhaps <laughs> even in there, given that he's going to come back, he could be another addition that could make them really difficult. We talked about Carlos Correa on previous podcasts. We really like him. The Astros were abysmal last year. They couldn't hit anything, and they still made the playoffs. So I think they're going to make it back. I think they're going to do some damage here in the playoffs. So they are my pick at plus 1,000 to win the American League. So if I gave you odds of uh, plus or minus one inning for Justin Verlander in 2021, you're going the over, huh? I think I well, all right. If the if the postseason counts, I'm going to take the over. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going right. to say that he pitches in this postseason. Wow, I love that. That would be a great story. Yep. I, I I love this. I love this scripture writing for 2021. Yep. Okay, let's talk a little uh, National League East here. The Braves at plus 120 consensus number one. I'll buy the Mets at plus 140, the Nats at plus 600, the Phillies 875, and the Marlins plus 2500. So we'll leave the Marlins and the Phillies alone here. I don't think either of us really want to go there. Um, yes, baseball, anything can happen, but let's not get crazy here with some yep. of these. Um, the, the Braves are the easy chalk, and I don't think it's a bad idea. Uh, the Braves have the pitching. The Braves have consistency. And look, they're built for the regular season. I'm always worried about them in the postseason, though. That's yes. always where, and yep. it's it's always been the case. You know, it's been bullpen issues. It's also they strike out a ton. It's creating runs sometimes. It's a problem for the Braves. Now, the Mets are doing a better job, I think, this year of constructing a lineup to create runs. The addition for Lindor is very good. But to me, this is kind of like the, um, I guess, the, the same version of the uh, Cleveland situation in the American yeah. League. Yeah. If everything breaks right for the Nats, they have the best rotation in this division. And that is what's built for 162, not to mention Josh Bell and Schwarber coming over to join Soto and Turner and Victor Robles hopefully bouncing back and still a very young player. So the Nats at plus 600, someplace you can get them for 650 also. Yep. Dan, that's very tempting for me. Yeah, man. I, God, it, it's almost annoying that we see things so eye to eye on this one just because it'd be great to have more back and forth. But I agree with you. Do I expect the Nationals to win this division? No, but it's very much like Cleveland. And actually, it's better than Cleveland, which is why their odds are a little shorter at plus 600. And again, you mentioned plus 650 at BetMGM, plus 650 at points bets. You can get even better if you go there. But I agree with you. There is there is a very, very clear path for them to win this division. It takes their starters getting back to what they do best. Scherzer looks good and healthy right now. Hopefully Strasburg is fine. Corbin hasn't had the greatest spring, but again, if he gets back, it's going to be good. Their bullpen, obviously, with the addition of Brad Hand, and you mentioned Josh Bell having a monstrous, monstrous spring, yep. really lengthens that lineup, adding Schwarber to maybe the best player in baseball in Juan Soto. They can really make some noise. So it's something where... If I had to choose between the Braves and the Mets, I don't really know. It might be the Mets a little bit just because I feel like, again, you're seeing it right now. Carlos Carrasco goes out. In past years, it would be, oh, my God, they've got to go into the minor leagues and get this reliever and have him spot start for, you know, two months. But they have Lucchese. They have depth right well, now. That Taiwan they Walker, Lucchese, Peterson. Exactly. They've, got it. They've, got, they've got options, which is smart. And you know what? I think they did a very good job of you know, continuously building this offseason for the depth. Of, and, I, and I'll tell you this, too. I think the depth of the bench for the Mets is very good. Yes. Too. Yes. You know, they the did. versatility, the yep. athleticism that they have on that bench. The Mets are a, a decent, you know, it's funny. The East, you can really make a case for all three teams at the top. Obviously, the Nats are the one where it's kind of boom or bust there, but mm -hmm. the six to one odds there. But look, there, you. this is one where you could hedge if you wanted to a little bit. Yes. Because I think there's some opportunity there depending on how you want to strategically wager right. and how much you want to put on each one of these teams. Uh, let's move over to the Central where the Cardinals, of course, being a national team, 
are at the top there, plus 105. The big addition of Arenado, that's great and all, but we'll get to that in a second. Brewers at plus 300 is the consensus for them. Reds at plus 330, which is kind of surprising to me. I don't get that Nuts. one. Nuts. Nuts. Uh, the Cubs, 425, and the Pirates, 6,500. <laughs> so, Pittsburgh, I'm sorry. It's going to be a rough haul. Uh, the <laughs> Cubs are out of it, too. I'm sorry. They're a team that's going to jettison everybody as soon as they can, which leaves us the Brewers and the Cardinals. And, I mean, when are we going to learn that the Brewers are always going to be good. I mean, they, they, as long as Christian Yelich is healthy, this team is going to compete. And now Freddie Peralta looks like he might be putting it together. And if he does, you got him, Corbin Burns, and Woodruff at the top of that rotation with arguably the best bullpen in the league, right? With Devin Williams yep. and Josh Hader. This is a good team. Colton Wong and Jackie Bradley sure up the defense. Yep. It's all about staying healthy now, but still, man, I I like this Brewers three to one. In some spots, you can get like on Fox Bet plus three seventy five. At Fox Bet, Joe, the Brewers have longer odds to win the division than the Reds. Oh, in what universe are know. we in where the Reds ha should have better odds? You know, where are we? What? What? what where are we? Well, How I'm also where are we where the Cardinals are such a prohibitive favorite? Yes, because I think it's just easy. What's the rest of this rotation? Because it's not great. No, I mean, I I was shocked when I saw that, and I get that the Cardinals. You know, they added Arenado, and they they have a strong lineup, and their rotation is okay, I guess. But the Brewers. What pitcher are do you feel good about? Besides Flaherty on the Cardinals. Nobody right now. Nobody whatsoever. Right I agree. Now. That's my problem. It's you're true. giving me it's 162 true. of this staff, and you're going to sell me that, what, Reyes finally becomes something, or Carlos Martinez figures things out again no. and gets on track? No, no, I'm not buying at that. I'm just not doing it anymore. I, I, I didn't. I mean, I have zero interest in the Cardinals at basically even money, right? Plus 105. The Brewers at plus 300 all day. All that we we talked about the win total. That was my favorite bet. Was over eighty two and a half. I think it's gone up now to eighty three and a half. I still like it there, but I liked it at over eighty two and a half. This is a very very underrated team. You mentioned a couple things. First of all, Yelich is going to bounce back. I guarantee it. When Lorenzo Cain, a guy we both liked, again missed all of last year because he opted out. He is back now, and again he was not healthy. He had the quad, but he is back playing now. The addition of Colton Wong is huge, if for no other reason than his defense as a huge mm -hmm. dynamic there. The bullpen is fantastic. Corbin Burns is absolutely legitimate. Brandon Woodruff does not get the respect he deserves. 100%. I, and and I, I have always been the fade Freddie Peralta guy. Like, I've never liked him, but I, I don't know. I like what I've seen a lot in this spring, so I'm kind of excited <laughs> to see what he can do. So Brewers, at, this is not close to me. Brewers at plus 300 is the bet that I love in this division. Yeah, uh, I'm with you 100% here. All right, let's go to the West, which is basically a two-team race. I mean, yeah. the Giants are 50-1, to 1, the D-backs are 50-1, to 1, the Rockies are 51. I think we can all kind of dismiss them. It's whether or not you want to pay the premium on the Dodgers, which is minus 250. So for those of you who are new, it's put 250 <laughs> down to win 100. That doesn't seem like a good day at the office, no matter yeah. how good the Dodgers are. Or to have a little fun with the Padres at the plus 200. Now, here's the thing. It would be fun to play around with the Padres, but... I think at the end of the day, the Dodgers still win this division. So for me, I'm going to stay away from the West because it's just not, if now if the Padres were three or four to one, yeah, okay. Now I'm kind of listening, but two to one, it's kind of like, it's okay. But so many things would have to go wrong for the Dodgers. You'd have to have Kershaw with the back issue. You'd have to have Walker Bueller continue to be bad. Like he's been in spring. You'd have to have Trevor Bauer, you know, be bad Trevor Bauer and maybe a Cody Bellinger injury. Like you'd have to have all these things happen. But I don't know. I just don't see a world where the Dodgers aren't winning this division. So I'm just going to pass on this one. 
we talked about the fact that Dustin May was named the fifth starter, and I was mm-hmm. like, cool, that changes absolutely nothing for me because I know that they're going to have all those guys start with David Price and Gonsolin. It means nothing. Yeah. This is a team. If there was ever a team that's built for every part of the season. There's, they have so much depth. So much would have to go wrong for them to not win the division. But at minus 250, come, what's the point? I, you know, it's just not something that I want to do because the Padres are a very good team. But again, yeah, it's just a stay away. I, I mean, I'm not sprinkling at all on, you know, the Giants or the D-backs or the Rockies or plus 5,000. It's just not worth it. There's no chance. So for me... Yeah, just not a bet. I mean, I, if you want to get in on the Dodgers, as we'll talk about in a little bit, for like the World Series or the league, fine. But to win the division, forget about it. Just stay away. All right, so that'll bring us to the National League winner, where the Dodgers are obviously the favorites to defend their crown at plus 175. The Padres, now here's where I like the Padres, plus 390. This is where I'm listening, because look at this pitching staff in a short series. Look, they could even bring up yeah. a Mackenzie Gore at some point, right? They've got all this depth Uh, They got guys like C.J. Abrams in the minor leagues, too. Like, if they need something, they can go down and pluck it, and they can fill the holes. I do think at some point in time they will get better in the bullpen. I really do. I don't think it's going to be Pagan and Mulhansen when all said and done. I don't know who it's going to be, but it's not. I don't be even those hate guys. the bullpen, by the way. I mean, if Pomerantz yeah. is healthy and he's pitching right now, I, I don't hate it. I don't hate. They're the bullpen, gonna go but... in on somebody. I yeah. don't know who it's gonna oh, be. Oh, you can tell they're not holding back this season. Yeah. At and all. they've got the chips to move to do it Correct. to make it all work. And that's Correct. the other thing too. Who? That's why I like Toronto. You know, because I feel like they can keep being aggressive. Um, so the Dodgers plus one seventy five, the Padres three ninety. The Braves are at five to one. The Mets are at plus five twenty five. The Cardinals ten fifty. The Reds blah blah blah. So mm-hmm. let's let's be realistic here. I don't like any of the long shots. If you want to play around with the Nationals and that narrative at twenty to one, okay. Because once again, you get the Nats in a short series with a healthy yep. Strasburg, Corbin, and Max Scherzer. Yikes! Like that yep. is a lot to deal with. So I get that long shot in the National League. That's the only long shot of all these I like. But to me, that Padres at plus three ninety. That pitching, those four guys we've talked about before with Musgrove, with uh, Snell, Darvish, and Chris Paddock, I like this group. I think they're they're hungry, they're ready to go, and I think they will add more pieces, which is kind of scary when you think about it. And they're a good defensive team, too. Hosmer at first is a really good defensive player. Tatis and Machado, all these guys, very good defensive team. So I like yep. the Padres. Where are you leaning for the National League crown? My worry with the Padres is, again, I don't think they're going to win the division, which means they've got to get through a wild card, which means it's just automatically an extra Mm -hmm. variable that we may not see. Now, again, do they have the staff? Oh, sure. You can start Darvish in that game, and you're going to be the favorite no matter who you're facing. So I I don't mind them at 390. If we are talking a long shot, by the way, you did mention Nationals, which, again, at plus 2,000. But I also kind of like the Brewers at plus 2,500 because I do also think they will win their division. And if they win their division, if they add a real ace starter, if they're able to sort of make a move at the deadline, they could become a true powerhouse. But outside of that, I actually kind of like the Mets at plus 525. And the reason is I think it's probably at this point they're probably like, I, I don't know. They obviously have a decent chance to win their division if everything goes well. Now you want to talk about the playoffs. You've got the best pitcher in baseball who you're going to be favored when you get there. The Mets have not only the money, but they have enough in the farm system to be able to make a move at the deadline. And again, the money thing, Joe, this is what I screamed about with the Wilpons. Joe and I are both Mets fans, by the way, if you have not heard that before. Miserable, miserable people. Miserable, miserable human beings and baseball fans. But you now have Steve Cohen who, oh, are you trying to give somebody away so we cannot have to really give up grade A prospects, but you need somebody to take on salary? Great, we can do that because right. money is irrelevant. That's great. You can do that at the deadline, hopefully. And also, who hopefully will come back 
in the middle of the year is Noah Syndergaard. You add to him Carrasco, and suddenly, if those guys are all healthy, you've got to get through to Grom and Carrasco and Syndergaard and hopefully Stroman, who I think uh-huh. is going to take a step up. That's a really, really it good is. rotation right. and a team that can make some noise. So for me, I think there's a good chance the Mets are going to get into the rotation uh, into the playoffs, and if they do, I think they have a team that's kind of built for it. So I kind of like them. Like I like them much better than the Braves at plus 500 because you talked about it. You worry about the Braves a little bit once you get to the playoffs. Once you get to the playoffs for the Mets, I feel good about it. So I do like them a little bit at plus 525. I certainly hope so. I haven't seen them win a World Series since I was eight years old, so you could do the math on that, folks. All right, so to win it all, the World Series, the Dodgers plus 350, the Yankees at 550, the Padres at 800, the White Sox at 850, then the Braves are 10 to 1, Mets are 10 to 1, Twins are 20 to 1, Astros 22, Blue Jays 22, Cards 22, and then you get to the 25, then over starting with the Rays and A's and Nationals at plus 3,300. Um, so for me, obviously I've kind of mapped out my White Sox Padres world series, which I would yep. very much like to see. I think that would be good fun. They're both kind of the same here. Plus 800 plus 850. at the end of the day. Um, look, I, I think the White Sox are just that lineup that doesn't quit. And I, I think that the pitching staff is very good. The Padres are there too. I think you could kind of hedge with either one of these and bet them at the top of the season, both of them. And I think one of them might actually come in there potentially. Um, I'm not feeling the, the Yankees and Dodger thing like that. I'm just, I'm not buying the big time teams here in the chalk on this one this year. Give me the Padres or the White Sox. I think those are my two favorite picks on the board. Do you have, are you sticking with your Mets here? Because certainly a 10 to one, that's, that's, you know, but a hundred bucks, that's a pretty yeah. good return. I mean, I, I think the Mets at plus a thousand are a pretty decent bet. I, I do prefer, again, we I've talked about all the teams, obviously. So it's going to be where I was leaning to with the, uh, you know, winners of the National League and the American League. And I do like the Astros at plus 2,200 because I do think that this is a team that could really, really, they're going to add somebody. If they're in there, they're going to add somebody. Their lineup is deep and can do some real damage. Again, they were terrible last year, and they came real close to moving on. So for me, my favorite bet of it is the Astros at plus 2,200 for you know the reasons that, number one, I feel pretty confident that they're going to win the division. Two, I feel pretty confident that they're going to add a significant piece at some point during the season. And again, you get a little Verlander back, which is, I don't know if that's a bold prediction. That's I know, I love it. It's bold. I, I like I, it. Because like Verlander it. is like not human. And I think if you're like, hi, it's been more than a year since I just TJ. took him for a buck in my home fantasy league at the end of the auction where nobody had any more money. And I sure. was the last person with money. And I was yeah. like, I'm going to go with Justin Verlander for a buck. If yeah. he pitches again next year, that's a heck of a keep. I'm just saying you give it you you give this guy where you're basically like, hey, what well, every other day we're going to give him an inning in that bullpen and he's going to be throwing 90 miles an hour. I mean, that that's a that's kind of a game changer when you get to the it playoffs. Is. So for me, I will my favorite World Series bet based on the odds is the Astros at plus 2,200. All right, let's go to the odds for MVP. We'll start in the American League. Trout or the field, basically. <laughs> I at. mean, the, the the odds are, like, what is Trout? 220 or something plus like that? Plus 225. After that, it's Aaron Judge is the consensus at plus 12. Again, the Yankee tax. Uh, Jose Ramirez at plus 12, which, again, if you think the Indians really have a chance, yeah. he was in this conversation last yeah. year. You got Bregman at 12. You got Rendon at 15. Chapman at 15. Otani at plus 20, which is... That's the one that, uh, again, if he can pitch 100 innings and drive in 100 runs, how is he not the MVP of the league? That is yeah. my case for the Shohei Otani dart throw. Now, that's risky, but you're getting 20 to 1 on it. And Jose yeah. Abreu, the defending champ there, is plus 25. 
which is kind of funny to me that he doesn't get more respect. Right. I think he should personally, but Abreu and Otani are fascinating long shots. You know, you're getting basically the simple two to one with Mike Trout. So if you want to bet big on Mike Trout and the plus two twenty five, okay. But how do you see the AL MVP race? I see it as something where I hate it. Uh, like I really mm-hmm. just don't like it because I do think that it. And again, it's sink or is, swim. There's it, no, you know, there's no in between where you can like find that in between nice way. Like, yeah, that's a good smart investment. It's like. It's Mike Trout of the field. It's back to the old Tiger Wood days. And I think what you really need to do at this point, if you're not going to go with Mike Trout, is this is the problem with this is it's a it's a it's an award that's voted on, right? So you have mm-hmm. to think about you know the what are people going to be thinking right. about? It's more a media so just, award, exactly. right? Which is why so, I like Otani because to me that is the story of 2021. If that happens, it's a good point. My only thing is like, man, he he has to absolutely explode because on his own team is Mike Trout, and so you really have right? to dominate. But Mike From, Trout don't pitch. It's no, of course he probably could though if he was there. So uh, look, when I was looking at it, I, I I think Jose Ramirez again. You, you'd have to see something where a guy is really responsible for his team's surprising success. Jose Ramirez is a good one. Matt Chapman again. It's only it's a little short. I was surprised it was only plus fifteen hundred. But he's a guy with his defense. You know, especially adding on on the war. If the A's do surprise, he could be somebody. And the only other guy I kind of thought of is is a guy who. Everybody waits for, you know, the breakout's going to happen at some point if it does happen this mm-hmm. year and his team overperforms. And that's Vladdy. It's Flat. at plus 2,500. Yep. Again, if he does suddenly live up to his potential and the Blue Jays somehow win that division and, you know, odds that you liked, it's a little tough because their lineup is really very, very good. So he'd have to really, really stand out among a lot of very quality hitters with George Springer, especially. Mm-hmm. But again, if he does and if he lives up to his potential and if they win that division, he could win it. So a plus 2,500, that's really the only one I might take a shot on. All right, let's move to the National League, which is very different. Way more wide open. Yep. Consensus, Mookie Betts is plus 750. Juan Soto, my one Juan, yep. uh, plus 750. Yep. Uh, Cody Bellinger at eight, which I don't think is a great wager. No. Talked about his health a little bit earlier. Ronald Acuna, plus 800. Tatis Jr., plus 850. Freddie Freeman at 12. Nolan Arenado at 12. Lindor at plus 1,200. And Yelich at plus twelve hundred. Not to mention the Rice Harper plus fifteen. This thing is wide open, and we yeah. didn't even talk about Manny Machado and uh, some other guys that could even kind of throw into this mix. But I think that's kind of, you know, you could throw Pete Alonso in there too if you wanted to. But yeah. to me, this is this is simple. This is, I think Juan Soto is mm-hmm. the best player on his team. I think he's the mm-hmm. best player on the planet. So I'm gonna go plus seven fifty there. The other guy that would be my number two ranking here on wagers would be Fernando Tatis Jr. plus 850 because he's kind of becoming that new face of baseball. And I think there's a media narrative to the Padres this year because they're fun and exciting and they're all in. And, you know, the snazzy new uniforms they debuted last year. There's there's juice there. Okay, when it comes to Fernando Tatis Jr. And when you go to Acuna and Freeman, again, same team, Bellinger, Betts, it's always tough when they're on the same team. To me, it's Tatis and Juan Soto. I'm going to go with Soto as my number one. How do you see National League working out? Soto is also my number one because he, I don't think the Nationals have to win that division even for him to win it. If he has a monstrous year, like, I mean, his trajectory is otherworldly at this point, and they are just better than you think. They win 88 games, but they lose the division, you know, in the last weekend or something like that. That should be enough for him to get it. So at plus 750, I do like him there. The other guy who I'm looking at, and again, this goes into maybe I'm just a Brewers homer this year, who knows, would be Yelich just because you've seen sure. how he's won it. But you've Yelich is the guy on 
on that team, right? If that team Absolutely. does, if there's one guy on that team who could go crazy. And again, he has performed at an MVP level for two years straight. And then you had last year, which was just, I'm throwing it out. Forget it. If he gets back to what he can do at plus 1200, I'm willing to go with that. I don't mind Tatis either, by the way, but Soto is my number one at plus 750. And then Yelich at plus 1200 is my second favorite. All right, let's move on to the Cy Young. And if you pay attention to Cy Young, you know, these usually come in bunches. So Although Garrett Cole is one of the best pitchers in baseball, plus 350s, that consensus number. Shane Bieber is 4-1 to one at plus 400. That's where my money's going. It's going to Bieber. I think we're in the Shane Bieber cycle right now. Yeah. It just feels like that. Watching him this spring, the guy is just so good. Giolito's at 450. Glass now, I just don't think is going to throw enough innings. So he's 950. Then Ryu, 1300. And Lance Lynn, 1700, along with Barrios and Maeda. So this is kind of a two-man race as far as I'm concerned. Even G. Lito's great and all, but I'm going to go with Bieber. That's where I'm going to lean. Uh, I'm going to take the four to one. How about you? Yeah, realistically, it's very difficult to make a case for anybody other than those two guys because this year, especially, you are going to deal with innings concerns with almost every pitcher and probably not those two guys. They're going to pitch a lot of innings. And that's just going to make a difference. And I, I will say that I feel like the, you know, the, who, Brian Kenny used to go on the rant about <laughs> kill the win, right? Kill yep. the win. But voters have have wised up. You know, they they they, have. they 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 now look beyond just the classic stuff. And I know they're going to realize the impact of innings. So realistically, it probably is one of those two guys. And I would favor Bieber at plus four hundred. I really like Giolito, but his odds are it just at four fifty is just not worth it. Like I, you know, if it was double that, if it I'd was take it. if it was seven fifty or something like that, I'd be more exactly. intrigued. But at four fifty, I'm surprised. I mean, it's I, too it, close. I mean, it I, tells you how good Giolito is. It does. I'm surprised so. though. I didn't think. And again, Glass now I also like a little bit, but at plus nine fifty, again, not there. If I'm gonna go for a long shot, it's a guy. Who I really like this year, and that's Lance McCullers at plus 4,000. And I think, again, <sighs> what would have to happen is McCullers, I think he threw 55, somewhere around those innings last year. He'd have to add at least 100, maybe 110. And I'm not saying he will or won't. I don't know what necessarily their plan is with him. But if he does, and if he does take that next step, and again, this is a guy, look around, he's plus 4,000 is consensus. At Fox Bet, it's plus 6,000. So there, wow. I would definitely just do a little taste at that point. But again, realistically it's Cole or Bieber and I would side with Bieber over Cole like you would. Amazing to think about Giolito having he's stuck on that Nationals rotation and they didn't deal him for Adam Eaton how different (laughs) things might be here now I mean really you know I I talked about it the other day on another show here which is if you think back to that if you know Anthony Rendon probably would have stayed they would have paid him instead of Strasburg if they had Giolito and that would have been a far better investment but they dealt three pitching prospects for Adam Eaton yeah, I just, yeah. All right. <laughs> National League Cy Young plus 425 for Jacob deGrom. Are we still in the deGrom window? Well, Vegas seems to think so. Trevor Bauer plus 700. No, thanks. I just can't do it. It's a good odd too. It really is. 701 is nice. Max Scherzer plus 950 is also very intriguing. Uh, Walker Bueller at uh, 10 to one at plus a thousand. Yu Darvish is at plus 1200. This is the one I like the most. I'm sticking yep. with this U Darvish narrative. I just think people don't realize that, you know, and sometimes people get tired of voting for the same guy. And if U Darvish really hasn't, like, let's say U Darvish wins 20 games and his peripherals are similar to DeGrom and DeGrom wins 16, they're going to give it to U Darvish because winning 20 games in 2021 is hard. Yep. It's a hard thing to do. I don't look at Nola or Snell. I mean, I know you're a Snell guy or, I am. or Strasburg or yep. even Charlie Morton. I think these are all just long shots. I think it's DeGrom. I think Scherzer is going to get into that conversation. But at the end of the day, I think 
Darvish and DeGrom is where I would kind of spend my money. How do you see National League Cy Young working out? I think DeGrom should be like a shorter favorite. I, I, think, I think he should be at least like three to one or under. Yeah. Like I don't, yep. I'm, yep. you know, and you can find plus 350 at FanDuel for him. That's about, yeah. you know. That's as bad as it gets. That's as bad that, as it gets there. Yeah. yeah the, the consensus line is 425. That's where it is at, at most yeah, books. That's crazy. There is value on that. Like DeGrom is the obvious choice because, I mean, not only has he shown no slippage in his performance, but he looks better than ever. Like he's just going, going. And, you know, you think about a guy like DeGrom, who, again, was not a pitcher originally. He does. He was injured, so he doesn't have a ton of miles on his arm. He could have several years left of this. He's just so much better than the field when he's on. So I would go with him. I don't hate Darvish whatsoever. I do like Snell as well, which, you know, again, we have seen the upside of Snell. So I do like him. And again, I don't mind Morton at 2200 because I do think that, again, innings are going to make a difference this year. I expect a guy like Morton, who was injured last year, but when you saw his velocity come back in the postseason, you saw his performance come back as well. Maybe the last year of his career, they're going to let him pitch as much as he can. So if he is able to get out there with 170, 180 innings, because what's the need to save Charlie Morton? And he does get back to what he does best. He's got a shot there. But realistically, DeGrom at plus 425, there's massive amounts of value on that still at this point and he would be the real guy if i only had one pick to make it would be that all right moving on to the rookie of the year in the american league randy rosarena my goodness plus 350 the consensus top i am fading this so hard (laughs) i'm just fading it all together jared kelnick is plus a thousand wander franco plus a thousand i do think you're gonna see wander franco this year but andrew vaughn at plus 11 consensus by the way you can get him at plus 20 to 1 on places like bet mgm yeah oh my goodness he's gonna be playing from day one Uh, this is to me one of my favorite things we're gonna talk about today because andrew vaughn's gonna get the ab's he's gonna be there from day one he's got a ton of lineup support it's Andrew Vaughn. I'm sorry. Like, and if it's not, I'll take the heat on it. Yep. But Mize has been terrible. Pearson's hurt. Rutschman and Mountcastle play for the Orioles. And I just yep. don't think they're going to really make that kind of a, a big jump. And I like Kirilov, but he's not going to be starting day one. And Tristan McKenzie is, is a nice pitcher. To me, it's Andrew Vaughn and stand back. And Wander Franco is probably the higher rated prospect and he should be. But Andrew Vaughn, I think, is the best yeah. setup this year to win rookie of the year. Absolutely agree. I mean, he's going to start the year in the majors almost certainly. I mean, as we record this, I don't know if that's been officially announced yet, but he's been playing the outfield as well, which mm-hmm. apparently he's not terrible at, which is a little surprising to me. Can't but be worse he, than Aloya Menace. That, that's uh, also that is also the bar. true. The bar Worst was exceptionally low. low. So he is going to play and he can hit. I mean, without a doubt, he oh, can yeah. hit. I have no doubt that he's going to in the majors. So at plus 1100. Yeah, there is value. And again, you mentioned it. Bet MGM plus 2,000 all day long. I love that. That's I will, the spot. I don't mind Kirilov. You mentioned it. He is not starting in the majors. I did not expect him to start in the majors this year. I, they'll buy the extra year of control. He also made it easier for them by the fact that he had a terrible spring. But his minor league track record shows that he can hit. Player. It's Jake Cave in left field. They're going to need to win to be able to keep up with the White Sox. So I think he's going to be up in like three weeks Doesn't or whatever. Doesn't Jake Cave sound like a, like a fake singer from a Disney <laughs> Channel show? Like I just felt, I don't know, like – wherever you were wherever you were going with that i was going to find it humorous because you could go anywhere you want with jake he's got his collar up he's jake cave he's the coolest guy (laughs) on campus Uh, whatever he is he's going to be he's going to be out of a job in three weeks is my guess and i think kirilov is hit as soon as he gets there (laughs) but he is not good defensively either so again i think it's vaughn because you know you've got it but at Mm -hmm. plus 2000 i wouldn't mind taking a shot at kirilov as well all right so let's close things out here at national league rookie of the year cabrian hayes a plus 350 the favorite which is yep Yep. I'm fine with this. It's good. Yep. It's fine. 
Sixto Sanchez at plus 500. Um, I love Sixto Sanchez, but I don't yep. know if this is where I want to go. Dylan Carlson is plus 700. And then, oh, wait, Ian Anderson plus yes. 750? Oh, you got to be kidding me. Yep. Ian Anderson's a brave. Have we not seen how many brave rookie of the years we've had in our lifetime? I mean, look, you want to build the narrative. This is a good team. It's going to be winning probably 90 plus games. And Ian Anderson's going to be a big part of it. So as much as I love the town of Cabrian Hayes, Ian Anderson is my wager here. If you want to look past this, you're looking at Joey Bart and Pache and Tyler Stevenson and Haas Young Kim hasn't hit a damn thing this spring. And Spencer Howard is already sent down. Same thing with Gore. So yeah. like to me, it's Ian Anderson. Uh, if you want to make a case for Dylan Carlson or Cabrian Hayes, the floor is yours, but I'm going to go with the pitcher. Yeah. Ian Anderson is my favorite at plus 750. And again, we, we both like him. We do a lot of fantasy work. And you know, mm-hmm. when you do that, you really have to dig in to all of these pitchers and right. just again we i think we both had the same feeling on him which is when we started sort of our preparation for the 2021 baseball season we did not like ian anderson and by the time we were done with it we loved ian anderson now yeah. there is a bottom out situation here for sure he struggles with his sure. control his control wasn't great this spring but still he's really really good and in the braves rotation at plus 750 i like it the only other one i would i would take a shot on is the favorite cabrian hayes because i'm a, i'm actually a pretty big Cabrian Hayes fan. I worry about the lack of line of protection. But I don't think that matters nearly as much when you're talking about one of these individual awards. That's not an MVP award. MVP award. No, no, no. I I mean, to support him having good stats, because when you take away all the lineups, like there's no Marte, there's no Josh Bell. Oh, that that lineup is abysmal. Yeah. That lineup is abysmal. And I wonder about that because when the young kid, does he start to go fishing when they don't throw many fastballs anymore? That's my concern with Cabrian Hayes. That's it. I, I think, you know, it, it's possible, but he certainly mm-hmm. didn't last year, which was, you know, nope. the lineup wasn't quite as bad, but it was pretty bad. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I do, I, I like his talent. I like sort of the stat cast out of that I saw that makes me think, but it's true when you are a young player and you are in a team that is absolutely terrible and you're the only hitter that can really do some damage, yeah, chances are you're not going to see some great pitches and that might make you a little impatient. But at plus 350, I'm still willing to take the shot. I agree though that Ian Anderson at plus 750 is my favorite. The only th- other thing, I do love six dos sanchez as well but he's going to start the year in you know the either the alternate side or the minors or whatever it is just to build up so it's going to be really difficult to see him topping like maybe 140 innings this year they're <laughs> going to be careful with him so for me that takes me off of him at plus 500 much prefer anderson at plus 750 that's where they keep dan and myself when we're not doing shows true. the alternate site Very that true. is the place they put us away and then they dust us off for a show whenever they need us here over at betting pros so again go to bettingpros.com you can take a look at all these futures that we're talking about everything's on here dan anything else to mention here before we close things out here today from betting pros just that i'm so incredibly excited to get started (laughs) for the mlb season by the way if you haven't joined discourse okay which is our our free it's bettingpros.com slash chat if you follow matt's peralt's daily juice podcast you're probably already in there but bettingpros.com slash chat it's a bunch of people who talk about sports betting and there are different channels and there's an MLB betting channel. I'm going to be in there all season long. I'm going to be giving out bets per, you know, uh, maybe not on every single day, but most days I'm going to be doing it. I'm going to be talking. I mean, just, just come talk about some betting. And where can per- everybody get in there? Bettingpros.com slash chat, C-H-A-T slash chat, free to enter. It's got over, we just passed 5,000 members in there. Wow. It's awesome. Yeah, it's great. A lot of people like to talk about sports betting. It's fantastic. Again, and you, you meet go. a lot of people, by the way. Not only that, there are a lot of like really sharp people in there. And if you're new to sports betting, especially, 
you can learn a lot. You learn mm-hmm. a lot about the way a lot of different people. And there's every. I mean, we have an esports betting channel, right? You have you have every single anything you want to bet on. Go in there again. Totally free. Bettingpros.com/slash/chat. All right, that'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on. For Dan Harris, I'm Joe Pizapia. We'll see you next time, kids. Yeah.